everyone. This is Sharif Colbert, a.k.a. Life Coach ATL. Welcome to the You Are Dope podcast, where I am hoping to uplift, encourage, and enlighten while also having a little bit of fun. My podcast will be airing every other week, so please do check me out. Also, don't forget to be good to yourself, love on yourself, because you are a gift to the world. And remember, you are dope. Yo, 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 what up? Hey, we are back again. Yo, a lot of people keep asking me, like, who is this lady <laughs> that's recording with me? And this lady is my daughter. This is Taylor. Um, the reason why you guys do not see Taylor is because Taylor refuses to give me a picture of her <laughs> so I can put up on the artwork. So she is my co-host. We do do this podcast together. It's a father-daughter podcast. But again, you don't see her because she refuses to give me a picture. I don't refuse. I just don't have any good individual pictures. Yo, it's been three months that I've been asking you for a picture, T. Come on now. <laughs> okay, my hair and my lashes will be done for homecoming, so I can send you one next week. All right, I've been waiting. Y'all heard that. It's on air, so she got to hold it to that. Yo, today we are talking about mental health. Uh, we're talking. We're going to talk about therapy. Um, T, you want to start? Sure. So I guess we can just start with a few questions that I have. Okay. Um, so my first question is, um, compared to then versus now, where were the attitudes surrounding mental health um, and therapy and depression? Back then, when you were meaning like when I was, then meaning like when I was a kid or when is um, then? Um, when you were like a young adult, so around my age. Around your age. It was people thought you was crazy. Like if you go to go, you know, go to a therapist, you go seek mental health. People thought you was crazy. Like, why are you going to go talk to them people? Um, you know, growing up in the black community, it was <laughs> you better go to God. You better talk to Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Depression. What? Jesus. Hell that. You like, uh, well, Jesus is good, but I probably may need to talk to somebody if I am not being able to get out of bed. And <laughs> I am. <laughs> crying all day long jesus may not jesus put therapists here to help me out <laughs> so I, I it just i mean back in the day it just wasn't it was it was a stigma around it so that's that's how it was and now i believe that like for myself um i know like my my man marty like i know that there's a lot of people out there that are advocating and talking about mental health i mean charlamagne the god like everybody is like talking about mental health and how important it is to to protect your peace so it's a lot more acceptable now than it was back in the day Okay. All right. Um, so what prompted you to go ahead and get therapy and were you afraid of what people would have to say and why or why not? I was, I've been in therapy since I was a kid because I had a very tumultuous uh, childhood, bring it up, as you well know. So I've been going to therapy for as a, as a kid. So I've always been an advocate of therapy, but my therapist back in the day, they sucked. I mean, literally, I would come home and I would talk to my dad. I'd be like, yo, dad, I'm not getting nothing out of this. And he's like, well, why? I was like, because every time I talk to this cat, like he's always crying. And my dad was like, what? I was like, yo, I tell him my story. And he just he, he just breaks down. And he start crying. And my dad did not believe me for the longest time. And then my dad went in there and to go talk to him. He's like, you know, yo, Omar, you know, told me that you, you know, you, you break down. He's like, oh, my God, Ben, his story is just so traumatic. And my dad was like, damn, son. I got to get you out of here. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? But yeah, so that was my first, like, um, like I've been going to therapy since a kid. And then honestly, I stopped going for a really long time. And then I met your mother and your mother and I, we had you. And I recall one time your mom coming home 
and I was holding you in the dark, crying. And she was like, uh, Negro, <laughs> something. <ain't that." laughs> she was like, this, this ain't normal. What's, what's going on here? So you might want to look, you might want to think about getting some help or something. I was like, damn. So that's what prompted me. It was like, I did not want you to grow up, you know, in a dysfunctional home. So I needed to make sure that I could get as much help as I could possibly get. Cause I was still battling a lot of demons from my past, uh, like my mother dying and, uh, just growing up traumatically and stuff. So I was still battling with that stuff. Um, so that was why you were my reason, basically, that that I decided to go back and get therapy. It was because of you. Yeah. Bettering men. One day at a time. Um, okay, so. What about you? So you're in therapy right now. So what prompted you to go to therapy? Oh, um, well, I don't know if I heard the last podcast, but I was going through a lot, um, especially being a college freshman and getting sent home in the middle of the semester um, because of the pandemic. And nobody knows how to deal with this pandemic. Um, so people are dying and I'm losing sleep and I'm losing classes. and I can't see my friends and I get sent home from D.C. to Georgia. I was going at it with my parents because I didn't know what the heck I was feeling. <laughs> Yo. When I tell y'all that this kid was going through it, like she was going through it, she put me through hell. I ain't even gonna lie. <laughs> and there was like no talking to her. Like she was just like relentless. Like she was like, I don't know what's going on. I mean, basically she didn't know what was going on. And like, I didn't know what was going on. And as a parent, that's really, really challenging when you don't have an answer for your kid. You know, I didn't have the answers for like, when's this going to be over? You know, what's going to happen? What is and I'm like, I really don't know. So when I tell y'all that Taylor, y'all think that she all sweet and innocent and nice. <laughs> and she has, she does have those qualities. But boy, oh boy. Whew, she yeah, let her daddy yeah. have it, boy. <laughs> I lost a piece of my mind during the pandemic 2019. A little um, piece. <laughs> yeah. So the after the pandemic, or oh, during the pandemic, literally got into a car accident. Like I said before, I lost my job. My dog died that I had. It was like a damn country song. Everybody had COVID. The dog died. My grand, my mom died. Like it was like. Yeah, it was just like all at once. So um, I just realized. Oh, and I was also dealing with freshman year. My um, cousin had passed away also. So even before I started school, I was already going through something. Um, so I think just being sent home and I felt like I was kind of trapped and I couldn't really speak to anybody. I knew my parents wanted to be supportive, but at the time, it just wasn't the support that I needed. So I felt like I needed to go get professional help or just talk to somebody who I knew could um, kind of, you know, help me on a different level, um, give me more advice. Because you know how parents give you advice and you're like, okay, <laughs> I think it, it might translate differently if you have a trained professional telling you like, listen, it's time to um, do this, this, and this. So um, I love my therapist. She's really sweet. She really listens to me. Um, so well, yeah. well, cause you were reluctant at first, though. Let's, let's, let's keep it 100. You were, like, really reluctant. Like, your freshman year, like, after Chance had got um, murdered, um, you were very reluctant about going to therapy. And I kept saying, like, yo, baby, you in another state. Like, you got to go. Come on, you got to go. Why won't you? Why wouldn't you go? Do you remember? Um, I think because honestly, I didn't feel like talking about my feelings yet, like opening up. I just wanted to be alone and kind of isolated. Well, 
I mean, I don't think I don't know if I wanted to do that. I just did. Um, I just didn't feel like I'm pretty sure I was depressed. So I didn't feel like doing anything or trying to get help for real. So. Yeah, I guess when you think about it like that, I mean, if you're depressed, I mean, of course, you don't want to do anything. So, again, I was just like calling you every day, like, yo, checking on you, go get some vitamin D, you know, go get a gun in the sun. But you was just I mean, I and I guess it's kind of like it rings true. Like you you when you are ready to get help, you go get help, you'll go get help. And I just don't think that you were ready at that particular time. Did you think that there was a stigma behind um, behind therapy? Was that any other reason why you didn't want to go or? I mean, I knew there was a stigma uh, just because, like, you know, growing up, social media, therapy, I'm a psychology major or a minor now. Um, so, I mean, I understood that, you know, therapy is good. It's a good thing. There's I understand there's a stigma behind it, but I also like don't really follow the stigma or, or believe it for real. What made you finally say, like, you know, therapy wasn't so, isn't so bad? I think when I was talking to my therapist and I guess it kind of felt like a breakthrough, like you're kind of finally understanding me or where I'm coming from, why I've been feeling like this for a minute. Um, and then her pinpointing it like, OK, so maybe if you go back and we talk about it and then it leads here and it leads here. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like connecting the dots. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that might have been a breakthrough for me. Um, realizing that it wasn't so bad. Um, but the one thing I do have a problem with is staying consistent with my therapy because I'll be like, yeah, so I'll text you next week. And then I'll text her again for like another four weeks. She's like, OK, so she just goes off on me. But, yeah, I need to do a better job with staying consistent. Um, and do, do you know why that is? Why is that? Life, honestly. <laughs> you said real life. <laughs> yes. Like last week I was supposed to have a session, but then you guys visited and I was like, well. <laughs> baby girl you gotta put that first that's before anything you gotta make sure your mental health is alright <laughs> so I, yeah I just don't prioritize it for real but I need to start again yes I see my therapist um, I was seeing her every week but now I see her every two weeks and she is amazing and for me therapy it was just finding the right person um, I found the right person like 15 20 years ago um, she was really 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 good and she helped me out through so much. Um, and then I stopped going to her. And then now I found my 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 latest therapist who I've been seeing for like the past four or five years, who is incredible. Like she is amazing. So I think that it's just about finding the right person. And once you find that right person, you connect with that person and stick with them. But, you know, it's not always easy to find to find a good therapist. So yeah. I'm happy that we did both of us. With that, um, have you seen like a difference in maybe training or methods um between therapists Hell yeah they ain't crying in sessions no more. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, the, the training is different <laughs> oh and another question do you genuinely um go towards black therapists um or white therapists and why well the one that helped me out like years and years and years and years ago she was a white therapist and she was really, really good. But typically, I personally prefer to go to black women. I don't, I mean, black women are just so damn dope to me. So the therapist that I have now, she's a black woman and she is amazing. So I prefer to lean towards black women for some reason. Um, I guess they they just get me. I guess I'm a, a black woman inside myself or something. But, <laughs> but no, nah, I, I prefer to go to uh, to black women though. How about you? 
Um, I've only had one and she's a black lady. So, but I think I, yeah, I do prefer to talk to a black lady, black woman. To black women as well. Why is that? Um, maybe just because I don't know that we have a certain type of understanding between us. Um, yeah. I you know, I challenged that. I, I challenged that because I actually said the same thing to my therapist and she said, but maybe someone from a different background can bring something to the table that I can't bring. She's like, so you got to look at it from a different perspective. And I was like, yeah, but I still want to go to a black lady. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Maybe if I'm dealing with like issues regarding racism or something, I just don't feel like I would connect with. With a the white therapist. Yeah. And finding a therapist, man, I mean, also, and, and I know this is about mental health, but I mean, just finding a therapist, though, like you have to be comfortable with your therapist. Like you cannot like, oh, I can't tell them this. I can't tell them that. You have to feel very comfortable with them. So it's really important that you find the right one. So yeah. it's really, I don't really, really I'm that comfortable expressing myself. You still don't? White lady. Oh, I got you. I see what you're saying. Because she would probably be like, um, you can't come back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. All right. So depression runs in our family. Um, and it is it is something that 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 I've battled with over the years. Um, what do you do when your depression comes on to you? Uh, uh, there's an answer I can't say on air, but. <laughs> <laughs> OK. Um, what do I do? I'm not going to lie. I'm not the best dealing with it yet. So I tend to just stop doing stuff and just stop being productive. Um, and I can just literally just sit in my bed, get up, go to the bathroom, take a shower, and then just go lay down and just do it all over again. So that's how I've been. That's how sometimes I deal with it. Um, um, ladies and gentlemen, that is not I the way you do But now, that was before. Now, I'll text my therapist, um, especially if she can't give me like a, um, a session at the moment or on that day or that week. I'll just text her, shoot her a text real quick. Hey, I'm feeling like this. Is there any um, tips or suggestions you have for me um, so I can feel a little bit better? And she'll text me, shoot me a paragraph, and then I'll just use those techniques until I can speak to her. Okay. Uh, and you also, I mean, when you, whenever you're feeling sad and depressed, like you'll call me too, and you'll be like, "Hey, Pappy, I need you. You put me on the spot, like Pappy, I need you to make me laugh." And I'm like, "Negro, I'm not a. What you want me to do?" <laughs> yeah, I do that with my parents a lot. I'll call both of you guys, but it's because you're my daddy. <laughs> And I got you. So for me, what I do, I have battled with depression for such a long time that I know when it's coming on. And so when I feel it coming on, I make sure that I do things healthy for myself. Um, like when I start feeling fat, feeling sad or hopeless, um, when I'm irritable, like I know my, those are my triggers. And so what I do is I make sure that I get my ass up out of bed and I go to the gym. Like the gym is my sanctuary. Like I love it. Um, I also, a buddy of mine was telling me about this thing that he did and he would like sit out in the sun and like just kind of look at the sun for like 10 minutes. I mean, not staring at it, but like just being out in the sun. 
it really, really helps your day. Like it really, really boosts and helps your day out. So I've added that to my morning ritual. But, you know, again, I mean, I have to force myself to like get up out of bed. I have to force myself to put my shoes on. I have to force myself to go to the gym. Like I have to force myself literally to go do those things. And it's worked for me. Um, the depression is always going to be there, unfortunately. Um, but I, I know ways to deal with it now in healthy ways instead of drinking or drugging or <laughs> the other things that people do to cope. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying no names. <laughs> so anyway, yo, like I said in the beginning this week, man, we just wanted to talk to you guys about mental health and how important it is. Um you know, Taylor and I, we both are opening ourselves up, hopefully, you know, she's in college. It's a different generation than my generation, but hopefully we can we can reach both generations and say, hey, yo, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling depressed, it's OK to ask for help. There's nothing wrong with that. And also just remember one step at a time. Like I cannot like emphasize that enough. Like I tell my clients that are going through things like that, like, yo, wake up this morning and put your shoes on. All right. Tomorrow, wake up, open up the door the next day, wake up go for a walk, like just little steps. And you got to remember that you have to reward yourself and celebrate those wins. As minor as they may sound, they're really, really important to your growth and they're really, really important to your mental health. So, so you got anything else for the people for today? Um, that's it for, oh, I didn't have one more question. What's up? What noticeable attitude changes or like just behavior changes have you noticed since you've started therapy? Um, I'm happier. And like what I've learned to do, my therapist, like I said, she is so dope, yo. Like she has taught me this thing where I literally have everything inside me that I need. And so I'm not searching for or looking for anybody else to fulfill the needs that I need. Um, and so she's been really helping me with that. And so everything that I need, like I literally can go inside of myself and be like, all right, what is it that you need right now? Okay, I need somebody to listen to me. I need to be heard. Okay, well, I can hear you. So I do those things and I talk to myself. It sounds crazy as hell, but it really does work, though. So the most important improvement that I've noticed is just my attitude has changed. Like I I see things from a optimistic point of view instead of a pessimistic, a pessimistic view, viewpoint. So things like our like. They, I, I look up. I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. Life is good. Life is good. We woke up this morning, Dan. Everybody can't say that. So that's my motto, and I'm sticking to it. How about you? What, what have you noticed? No, I definitely. Oh, what I've noticed with you or with myself? You know what? Tell the people what you noticed about your daddy. Go ahead. <laughs> that man has definitely calmed down. Um, he's definitely learned how to take a breather. That man has definitely learned some patience. Um. Overall, no, I have seen a change in Pops, though. It's been really positive. And I don't know. It's different when you can tell that people are trying to better themselves. Um, especially if you guys were going at it before or you have, argue, have past arguments. Um, and that person just takes a step in the right direction because, you know, they want to. So I don't know. I just big props to you, Pappy, because I can see a difference. And I appreciate it. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing that. And I can see it in you as well. Like, I mean, the last time that we were home, you know how you get to you. <laughs> when Taylor is like on a mission, it's really hard to calm her down. And so like, I've learned to just stop texting. I've learned to just, to just shut my mouth because she's relentless at times. But this past time that she was home, she, I really just noticed in her that she was like, she caught herself. She was like, I know that I'm going down a bad path. Let me chill out. And she even came back and she apologized. And I was like, oh, 
Jesus, Lord, have mercy. My baby came around. So I know, and I, I'm thinking that therapy is helping you with that as well. So I noticed the change in you and I appreciate you and I appreciate your growth. And, uh, you know, I love you, girl. You, you're the most amazing kid in the world. I love you so much. Not that your other siblings are not amazing as well, but you're my girl. So anyway, yo, that concludes our session today of You Are Dope. We appreciate y'all for tuning in. Uh, be good to yourself. Um, ask for help especially during these months right now. I mean, it's like getting wintertime and some people get depressed around the wintertime. Some people get depressed around the holidays. If you notice that you're starting to feel that way, reach out, talk to somebody. If you're the strong person in the group or in the, in the, in the, in the family or whatever, reach out to your people. Find out if they're all right. Check up on your people. Pull up on them and check up on them. In the meantime, in between time, like I said, be good to yourself. I'm Sharif Colbert. That's Taylor Colbert. And we both think she's dope as hell. So be good to yourself. Ah, let's go. Yo, don't forget to tune in every other Wednesday to the You Are Dope podcast. In the meantime, in between time, be good to yourself because you are dope.